This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. It is me, Hany Balkis, presenting to you today everything that is happening in the tech world around the UAE and around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, today is Thursday. Hope you guys had a great week. And if you're working right here in Sharjah, you do know it is the start of your weekend. But ladies and gentlemen, today we got a lot of tech news going on. And we're talking about how the artificial intelligence minister of the UAE says technology will not completely replace humans. It's kind of, uh, you know, because uh, some people say that, you know, AI and technology will replace human jobs. But, you know, uh, this AI minister is here to, you know, reiterate how it will not. And we're going to get into it in just a bit. We're also talking about how educational institutions are increasingly braced for cyber threats and how right here in the UAE, we are ready for any cyber attacks or cyber warfare. We're also talking about how Twitter is testing a custom-built timeline and starting first with something out of The Bachelor. Now, what is that all about and how is Twitter trying to be more appealing to the youth and to people of all kind? We're going to be getting into that in just a bit. And obviously, we have to talk about AI glasses, you know, these technological glasses that for forever that we keep seeing that it's going to come out, it's going to come out, it's going to come out, but it takes forever to come out. But Meta and Raybon uh, are now teaming up together and making their own glasses, and they are adding to it WhatsApp support. So now you can read your WhatsApp messages through your sunglasses. Ladies and gentlemen, 4215, we've got a lot going on the show today. You do not want to miss out. I'm going to go for a short break, but when I come back, I'm talking all about jobs right here in the UAE, and we're going to leave you with the song Desert Rose. Daily Digital News. Bits and Bytes Connect Our World. Ladies and gentlemen, when we talk about technology and we talk about robots and we talk about AI, you know, a lot, a big majority of people have a question in mind, and that question is going to be, is technology, is robots, is AI going to replace humans when it does come to the workforce? And Amr Sultan Ulama, who is the Minister of State for Artificial Intelligence, Digital Economy, and Remote app Work Applications, says humans are not going to be completely replaced by technology in the UAE and making sure and reassuring everyone in the UAE that it's not going to be that way. Now, he went on and saying that we don't believe in the UAE that humans are going to be completely replaced by technology. We have seen certain sectors that have completely transformed, such as aviation, automobiles, and transport as well. And they are increasingly becoming technology-driven sectors and no longer dependent on humans. Now, Sultan Ulama did say that, or Omar Ulama did say that at the launch of the National Digital Talent Program. And this program is actually launched by Emirates NBD and the program will nurture a pool of 300 young future-ready interns over the next four years. Now, the program has been launched in cooperation with the Minister of State uh, for Artificial Intelligence uh, and Higher Colleges of Technology and the University of Sharjah as well. So they are teaming up with all universities right here in the UAE and in Sharjah. And, you know, the minister did go on state the importance of providing the right environment with the necessary resources for national digital talents. Now, this support does aim to help them even improve their skills and even gain practical knowledge from the experts. Now, again, ladies and gentlemen, we have on the show brought in a lot of experts and we've been brought in a lot of people 
who have spoken about robots taking over our jobs, robots taking over a lot of, you know, sectors, we can say. And, you know, it's always been reassured and always been reiterated one thing and one thing only. Robots and technology will take over the repetitive jobs, right? Jobs in their warehouse, jobs that don't require much, you know, let's, I don't want to say smarts, but not much, you know, critical thinking, right? When it does come to critical thinking, let's leave it to the humans. And that is what a lot of experts have been saying. And we should not worry because obviously we are going into a new generation, a new set of goals now. So we should be looking at how the youth should now be focusing more on technology. And yes, we will be having robots in the workforce, but who is going to maintain those robots? Who will be doing the maintenance? Who will be taking care of the robots? So that is also a new field of jobs, thousands of jobs, actually, that will be, you know, open to the public. Now, he also did went and said that he uh, that the UAE's government does strive uh, and to develop its talents, uh, talented nationals by enabling them to learn and train by the best companies and sectors and to even enhance their readiness to work and lead various sectors and even raise the level of our digital economy. Now, we also did add that the UAE's determination to evolve the local digital talents and even equip young UAE nationals with critical skills and knowledge and involve them in developing the best solutions to challenges and even contributing to building a strong economy. So again, this all goes hand in hand with each other. Remember that, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we will have robots. Yes, we need these robots to be maintained, right? Who will be doing the maintaining? Us humans, obviously. And again, we are looking at how the UAE is also pushing for a more technological sector and more technological-driven jobs. But at the same time, it's equipping students with the right, you know, arsenary to go out and learn how to, you know, be prepared for the future and how to be prepared for, you know, the next revolution with the industrial revolution. So again, ladies and gentlemen, nothing to worry about when it does come to technology, you know, replacing humans. We're still going to, you know, have our place in the workforce. 4215, ladies and gentlemen, let us know your guys' thoughts. So, uh, you know, we are taking a short break. And when we come back, we're talking about how educational institutions right here in the UAE are braced for cyber threats and our cybersecurity is off the charts. Daily Digital News. Bits and Bytes Connect Our World. Ladies and gentlemen, Bits and Bytes do connect our world. And today we're talking about how educational institutions are getting increasingly braced for cyber threats. Now, educational institutions, both higher and lower educations, are increasingly being hit with ransomware attacks. Now, that is what new research has been shown. Now, according to the State of Ransomware and Education report, uh, 60% of institutes have reported suffering attacks in 2021, which is compared to 44% all the way back in 2020. Now, educational institutions have also faced the highest data encryption rate at around 73%. Now, that is obviously compared to other sectors at around 65%. Now, they also did report the longest ever recovery time. And that is with 7% saying that they take at least three months to recover, almost doubling the average time for other sectors. Now, we are, you know, considering that encrypted data is most likely confidential student records, the impact is far greater than what most industries would experience. Now, we're looking at even if a portion of the data is restored, there's no guarantee what data the attackers will return. And even then, the damage is already done. Now, for those who don't know what ransomware is, ransomware is basically, you know, hijacking data 
not deleting it, not not hurting anyone's computer, just hijacking data. For example, let's say, uh, you know, student records and saying to the institution or the school or whatever, hey, if you want your data back, you're going to have to pay X amount of money and you cannot access this data unless you pay ransom, which is why it's called ransomware. And it's been a very big issue nowadays, especially because after the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, you know, we're still in it. But uh, because of the COVID-19 pandemic, we have started to rely heavily on technology. We have relied heavily on, you know, remote learning and remote work as, as well. And that's why we've been seeing, you know, a lot of cyber attacks being done ever since, you know, we went into lockdown and everyone started working from home, obviously, to protect ourselves against COVID-19. But we had another threat that kind of went over our heads, which was cybersecurity. And, you know, it's being a very big problem right now across the world. And, you know, a lot of cybersecurity firms are doing their best to protect, you know, schools and students. But at the same time, you know, we do have to do things to protect ourselves as well. And we have been seeing a lot of courses being given out to teachers and students across the country when it came to being aware of what type of attacks to look out for and phishing attacks is number one, which would be by an email. So let's say, for example, Microsoft sends you an email saying, hey, um, your Microsoft Word is about to expire and to renew it, all you have to do is go to this link. And once you go to this link, it's going to grab your IP address. It's gonna grab you know, all your valuable information and then use it against you, which we can also consider that as doxing. And uh, once that information is given to the, the hacker, we can say, you're in for, for a really tough time and a really long time because it's very hard, you know, to to be reasonable with these people. And again, we have been saying and we've been, you know, reiterating time and time again how to protect yourself. And if you want to know how to protect yourself, uh, ladies and gentlemen, all you have to do is go to our SoundCloud and we have interviews with top security experts. Uh, our SoundCloud is Future Talk 95 and we have interviews with top security experts who tell you on how to be safe. Now, going back on the report, the report also did show that 90% or 97% of higher education and 94% of lower in, uh, education institutes did suffer attacks that impacted their ability to even operate. Now, we also did see that 96% of higher education and 92% of lower education, uh, you know, did respond in the private sector for the report business and revenue loss. Now, only 2% of education institutions recovered all their encrypted data after actually paying the ransom, which is down from the 4% that was recorded back in 2020. So again, ladies and gentlemen, always stay safe and, you know, be aware that these things are happening not only to businesses, but to educational institutions as well. Taking a short break, and when we come back, we're talking all about Twitter, testing your own custom timeline. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Pulse 95. Ladies and gentlemen, we have talked about this application all week, all week last week, as well as, you know, it's been making headlines and you know they've been doing a lot whether it's with the elon musk drama whether it's you know having new features having a premium uh you know feature we're talking about twitter ladies and gentlemen how they're now testing a custom built timeline and starting first with one for the bachelor now twitter is experimenting with custom built timelines that is curated by developers and it's be uh you know it's first focusing on the bachelor bachelorette now, the idea is that they're topic-focused timelines that you can swipe or even click on from your main feed so you can scroll through the conversation about a specific subject. 
Now, they did take it to Twitter, obviously, to talk about it, and they said, uh, today we launched a new custom timeline experiment, just one of the many things we're working over, we're working on over at Twitter Dev. And there's a lot of potential for the developer community to build features like this in the future. And we are just getting started. So they are really excited right now, you know, to get this show on the road when it does come to a custom timeline. And we have actually seen how, you know, this timeline will be available for 10 weeks. And Twitter labels it as a limited test on the web for a small group of people in the U.S. and Canada. And Twitter spokesperson actually said that those who are able to access it can do so from an app prompt. And that prompt will actually show up for certain people who follow related topics and even accounts. Now, content in the custom timelines will be uh, uh, algorithmically served, but there's no option right now to switch to a reverse chronological field. Now, when, you know, obviously chronological order has been a very, you know, controversial topic, and Instagram removed chronological order, then they gave us it back, but now we don't use it anymore, and Twitter kind of uh, started filtering out best tweet it is it just all had to be done so they could you know obviously push their advertisements for us now we're all looking at how you know the chronological feed or the reverse uh chronological feed will no longer be there but also we are looking at you know how content that appears in the custom timeline is selected and ordered based on relevance more than you know recently tweeted to the timeline's theme using information like search terms, topics, handles, and even manual curation. Now, while we are still looking at how this is very in the early stages and the potential that custom third-party timelines can bring, you know, more to the people who actually use Twitter, they're actually excited to learn from this test. And, you know, we are looking actually to give more people ways to participate to the public conversation. And again, you know, the more or greater thing is, uh, you know, choice over the content that they will be seeing on Twitter. Now, if you're not selected for the experiment, you should know that you can already sort, you know, or make custom timelines of your own using lists. And, you know, that's what a lot of people do. So let's say you want content only from Hany, right? So you'll put Hany on your list and you want only content from Omnia. You'll put Omnia on your list. So any tweets given out by Hany and Omnia will be on that timeline. So it's kind of really, kind of already there. But again, uh, you know, if you don't want to go through that and, you know, you just want something pre-built, that is what they're coming out with and that's what they're curating. And you won't see things like search terms and related topics on Twitter that can surface on formal timelines. So you won't be seeing random stuff. Now, on mobile, you can also swipe between these lists, making them easy to access as alternate timelines. But again, I'm actually very glad to see that a similar feature is being worked on for the web version in the form of a new custom timeline. Now, we are looking at how lists will also show tweets in reverse chronological order, which is, for a lot of people, a big plus. Now, right now, the Bachelorette timeline is only custom timeline that's available, and, uh, you know, the teams actually have declined to comment on the other timelines that might be in the works. So if you're an avid user of Twitter, this is good news for you. 4215, ladies and gentlemen, let us know your guys' thoughts. Taking a short break, and when I come back, I'm talking all about the new glasses that Meta and Raybon are working on that will let you see your WhatsApp messages. Check this out. Check this out. Ladies and gentlemen, what if I told you that you could watch your WhatsApp messages or see your WhatsApp messages through some sunglasses? And that is what we're talking about today. Now, Meta and Raybon have teamed up together 
and they have storage glasses and they're even adding WhatsApp support. Now, Meta and Ray-Ban glasses or storage glasses are adding WhatsApp support, which is letting users make hands-free calls, send text messages and hear messages read out loud. Now, the addition does follow the rollout of a similar Facebook Messenger feature last year. And Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg does say that users will soon be able to directly reply to WhatsApp and Messenger messages with voice commands as well. Now, the new features were actually partially leaked back in April and do integrate stories more closely into the Meta ecosystem. Now, they continue Meta's move forward to becoming, you know, a virtual and augmented reality company as well as a social net networking one. Now, they also have a potential stopgap following Meta's delay of its fully-fledged consumer AR glasses rollout, and that is also building out audio-focused AR with, with its existing hardware lineup. Now, we've seen Meta, you know, Facebook's rebrand to Meta and how they just don't want to be that social media company. They want to be augmented reality AI as well. Now, we are looking at how they are following suit or following the lead of companies like Bose, which did introduce and then discontinued a set of AR audio glasses, as well as Amazon's Echo Frames. Now, Stories, of course, also do retain their core feature, which is capturing photos and videos to post on Facebook. And it's kind of giving you that first-person view. Now, we are looking at, however, the new feature will have a limited impact on many WhatsApp users. Since Stories are only available in the US, Canada, United Kingdom, Ireland, Austria, Belgium, France, Italy, Spain, and Australia, where not massive WhatsApp markets are like India and Brazil and much more countries in uh, the EU and the Middle East where we all you know rely on what's up to be our number one form of communication so it's kind of a question mark why aren't they rolling out to one of their biggest markets but again uh, there's a lot of questions when it does come to meta and Facebook as a whole so let's not get into that but ladies and gentlemen let me know what you think would you have a uh, you know meta and Raybon glasses and that would capture a first person view and you could read your WhatsApp messages through it uh, I think it would be pretty cool, but uh, again, you know, there's a lot of question marks when it does come to, you know, how viable and how, you know, um, how, let's say, practical it would be in real life. 4215, ladies and gentlemen, but this does mark the end of my show, and we will be seeing you guys on Monday. Same time, same place, only here on Pulse95, but I wish you guys a very happy weekend if you're working right here in Sharjah, and if you're not, well, you got one more day to go, buddy. Stay strong. See you guys on Monday. Keep it locked right here on Pulse95.